Jordan. Ian. Who went to post a birthday card, fell in the post box, and became the accidental birthday gift for Great Aunt Mildred? Michael Cera? No. Two guys. What the- And welcome to episode 41 of Two Guys What's Up, the weekly comedy podcast where the results are in, and it's as we thought, it's contagious. My name is Ian, and I'm joined by the guy who might want to get himself tested, Jordan. Jordan, how are you? <laughs> I think I feel okay. For now. <laughs> but now you've put me on edge. Um, I'm absolutely fine, but I have one question on the tip of my tongue that I need to ask you. Okay, right, I'm all ears, hit me. That is, have you squeegeed yourself yet? <laughs> I have not known. Oh, I'm disappointed. I have been reluctant to go upstairs to my shower because I fear that the want for it just might overtake me. Oh, I see. Yeah. You know, my curiosity might just get peaked and I'll just be like, I'm going to have to do it. But no, I've been, I've been sticking to baths. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, you could squeegee yourself after a bath. It's essentially just to dry yourself off. But there isn't a squeegee in my bath. So, you know, the uh, temptation isn't there. Oh, you should get one. Game changer. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we'll see. (laughs) I'm disappointed, but if you do, please do let me know. (laughs) I can't, mate. I can't do it. (laughs) You're missing out, I swear. (laughs) The day that you squeegee yourself, your life will feel uplifted. Okay, well, if I ever get there, I'll let you know. Yeah, that's all I'm asking. (laughs) Anyway, how are you? Thank you, me old pal. Yeah, I'm doing well. Uh, Feeling the cold a little bit as it's turning to autumn now. It is. I'm a little bit sick of it, really, already. I know. It's only just begun, I'm afraid to say. Exactly. But we didn't have much of a summer because it took so long getting here. Then we had like a week of hot weather. And during that week, I was like, man, I can't wait for it to get a bit cooler. And now it's getting cooler. I'm sick of it. So we've got about eight or nine months left of this already. And I hate it. I know. My finger is hovering over my heating button thinking like, should I just put it on for an hour? Should I just waste that 20 quid on just warming myself for a little bit? (laughs) Heating is overrated anyway. Well, yeah, for you, who lives in like the best insulated house in the world... I mean, in the summer, though, it got horrendously hot. I can imagine. It's like a little greenhouse. But it does help in the winter. But stop complaining, because not everyone lives in a house that's less than five years old. My house is over 100 years old, so I feel the cold. And, and you are a little bit older as well. Yes, yeah, I am I'm a little bit more <laughs> grey in the old hair there. Blood's a bit thinner. <laughs> yep, thanks for bringing that up. Thank you, you're very welcome. <laughs> Happy to remind you any time. Hey, you bastard. <laughs> Anyway, what have you got coming up for us today, Jordan? So, what I'm calling the most awkward awards. So, just stories of happenings and events where it's just a bit like, oh, God, Earth, open up and swallow me now. Brilliant. I love stuff like that. Like, watching other people's cringe is just... You know, like, people say it's like a car crash. You can't look away. Exactly. And, like, you know, watching cringe compilations is just... It used to take up too much of my time. So, I love stuff like that. Brilliant. So, you might know some of these, but that's, that's what I'm doing today. Fantastic. Can't wait for it. And what have you got for us today? Well, today, Jordan, I am going to be going into the other story that I had lined up for last week, Mm. but uh, you chose the other one, so I'm hoping that this one today is going to be up to par, up to standard. We'll find out. Yeah. So I am going to be telling you about a race of people and a conspiracy that you have probably never heard of. Okay. I learned about it about maybe two months ago, and there are some people that truly believe this. Right. Well, it's technology-based, isn't it, I think? There is some technology in there. Right. And, uh, yeah, it's more about the civilization themselves. Hmm. Okay. Is it, uh, like, a race from Mars or something? It's not that far afield. No, it says uh, right on your own back doorstep, me old pal. Oh. And that's why it 
is so strange that you've never heard of it because the evidence is right in front of your goddamn nose. Is it? Is it my nose? <laughs> it is. It's the race of <laughs> nose people. <laughs> Pinocchios. That's the guys, yeah. That's what they used to be called. That's where they got the name from. It's all lining up. Sorry, no. Uh, I will sit back and let this unfold. Brilliant. I think you're going to enjoy this one. So let's just jump into it. Let's do it. So... Jordan. Civilizations. They're fickle things. They pop up and they go, oh, look at us, we're thriving. And then they just fuck off without a trace. Bastards. Absolutely. So with that, have you ever heard of the Tartarians? I haven't. No. Brilliant news. If you said you had, that would have really pissed me off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've done an episode on it. (laughs) Yeah, you planned one for the future. Shit. So the Tartarians were a group of people who were said to have lived around 200 to 400 years ago and occupied in what present day would essentially be the East, covering a region spanning from what we now call Afghanistan to Kazakhstan, as well as areas in Mongolia, China and Russia. Okay. But it wasn't only these regions that they spanned, for you see, over the time they used their advanced technologies to spread across the world and set up camp just about everywhere they saw. Right. Very nice, eh? Very cool. An earth-spanning people that you've never heard of. Does that sound a bit fishy? Potentially. Although I'm sure there's lots of things on Earth that I've not heard of. Yeah, but from 200 years ago. Not as if, I mean, we're not talking about like the Incas here or something like that. I mean, you've even heard of civilizations like that, but a civilization that died out 200 years ago and you've never heard of them? Kind of weird. Smells a little bit like a cover-up to me. Sorry, that was that Mexican again. Oh, I wondered what that was. It's wafting in through my window. Is that cover-up I can smell? No, it's Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> so do tell me more. Okay, so the Tartarians were said to be peaceful people who, as I said, were advanced in technology, but not just a little bit, but far beyond what we would know today. So why haven't you heard of them? There is a cover-up at Foot Jordan, and I will tell you why. One tech they possessed was energy. Oh, okay. Is this like a Tesla kind of thing? Uh, very similar, but greener. Okay. It's not that impressive though, right? We've got energy. I can go and put my kettle on, you know, and use the electric coming from the walls. It's not that amazing, right? I mean, I I think it's pretty amazing. I wouldn't be able to do it. Well, that's very true. I mean, it is quite cool. But these little buggers have the ability to harness wireless, free and clean renewable energy that was accessible to everyone. Ah, okay. Were they near any pyramids? Possibly. I mean, they set up everywhere, so I dare say there was one floating about. (laughs) Got you. Anyway, you must be thinking, what? Preposterous! We don't have that today. People in the olden days were idiots weren't they? That's what schools taught me. Weren't they, Jordan? That's a question I'm asking you, please. Yeah, 100% thickos. Obviously not, Jordan, because they had wireless, free, clean, renewable energy. Well, I've not heard about it. (laughs) We're going around in circles here. Sorry. So it is claimed by some that when the Tartarians disappeared, some influential rich families like the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds stumbled across it and eliminated the technology in the greater population and introduced conventional utilities that they could sell because, you know, you can't profit from free energy. Yeah, that's always the thing. It always comes down to money, whether that's health or anything. Power and money. That's all they want. And that's all I've got. That's all I've fucking lost for <laughs> my last 35 years on this earth. No, I don't have power and I don't have money. You and me both, brother. I'm a little poor sheeple. That's how they want it. <laughs> True. So you must be thinking to yourself, so how, how does, does this free electric, electric work, work Ian? Fucking tell, tell me, me now, now please, you, you bastard. bastard. <laughs> never actually expected you to say that to me. Well, I just thought I'd get involved. It hurts more than I thought it would. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Please tell me. Well, Jordan, supposedly the Earth's atmosphere naturally carries an electric charge with approximately 100 volts of power per metre up. 
So at a distance of one meter, it's 100 volts. Uh, two meters is 200 volts, and so on and so forth. Right, okay. That's maths I can get my head around. Yeah, finally. <laughs> it's only taken 40-odd episodes, but they've finally given us some maths that we can actually decipher. <laughs> so the process used to harness this electrical goodness is referred to as atmospheric electrical harvesting, which sounds, you know, sounds like it does on the tin. Sounds good. Mm. Special generators known as ion harvesting generators were used to capture this energy via prominent antennas often observed on buildings that we see everywhere today, like skyscrapers and historical buildings. These serve the purpose of attracting and harnessing the atmospheric electricity and putting it to good use. Buildings that have these antennas are said to have copper at the top to attract the energy, a dome of mercury underneath it, something below that called the harmonizer, and under that was a resonator, and under that was the area for storage. Seems simple, yeah? Seems simple enough to me. One fine example of this is cathedrals, which theorists claim that these buildings got their name because these buildings so closely resembled that of an electrical circuit. The cathode. Get it? Cathedral? Cathode? Uh, okay. Is it all falling into place now? They're very similar words. Yeah, very true. <laughs> and they do have big prominent antennas that stick up into the sky. You're right, actually, they do. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know at home, the cathode is like the starting point in an electrical device where electrons essentially begin their journey within the device. And why cathedrals are often seen with two towers is the second tower is supposedly the diode, which is the other part of the electrical circuit that acts like the electricity gate, allowing electricity to flow in one direction but blocks it from coming back the other way, thus completing the circuit. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah. So why on earth don't we use this now? Oh, well, I'll get into all that good stuff soon. Okay. Don't you worry. <laughs> Before we do, another fantastic and definite proving example of this is fireplaces. Think about fireplaces, big grandiose things that you see in places like mansions and castles. You must just think, oh, well, they're just big fireplaces, right? You know what? This is a thing I've always thought when I've been to national parks and stuff and gone into these huge estates. Yeah. The fireplaces are huge, and I do think to myself, that's surely a bit of a safety concern because they're like taller than i am well here you go i am going to answer this question for you right now oh please do i've been waiting for years well the way these are actually supposed to work was there's a big metal plate at the back of the fireplace and you might think well that's just to reflect heat from the back of the fire into the house right right wrong oh no it would actually reflect infrared rays idiot (laughs) i didn't pay attention at school This was never taught in school, man, so don't worry, you're safe. (laughs) I'm just being playful. But at the size of these fireplaces that we see, there are usually two ornamental metal stands around a foot tall, yeah? Yeah. Wrong! These were actually capacitors, idiot. (laughs) I didn't go to college either. Don't worry about it, pal, it's all good. (laughs) So these capacitors sent something called eddy currents, to the metal plate at the back of the fireplace, which was used to create induction heating. Oh, in the same way like I have an induction hob for pans. Exactly. Yeah, so they're essentially using that technology to heat their house. Interesting. Okay. And shout out to one of my absolute favourite TikTokers, One Foul Wow, for that incredible info, because uh, I love this guy. And if you don't follow him or you haven't seen him, just check him out, because he's just great. I love him. I've never heard of him, but I will. But anyway, us idiots who came across these fireplaces places after the Tartarians disappeared were just like oh yeah let's just lob some wooden coal in and burn it for heat which is of course right wrong oh god damn it Jordan 
So these people had free electric. That is the takeaway. So, Jordan, the burning question, where did these people go? I see what you did there, the burning question. Yeah, thank you very much. I'm glad someone picked up on that. <laughs> um, where did they go? So I can tell you it wasn't me. <laughs> I didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> okay. Happy accidents are a thing. Yes. Um, where did they go? Uh, aliens took them. Oh, no. I bet. Did the, the governments not want this technology and they kind of, shall we say, silenced them? The men in blacked an entire civilization. Could have done. That's a possibility. I wouldn't put it past them. But no, that's unfortunately not what, well, oh, I say unfortunately. No, that is not what happened. <laughs> You Poor choice of words. It's just what came out. I'm sorry. No, that is not what happened. Oh, uh, we're speaking about happy accidents, are we? <laughs> <laughs> Poor choice of words. I apologise. Well, I mean, you know, bombs are a thing. They are a thing. Yep. So I wouldn't think it would be beneath them to do such a thing. They're all good choices, Jordan. But something did happen to these people. It was called the Great Reset. I've heard of Great Reset. Have you? Sounds a bit horrible, isn't it? A bit ominous. Yeah. Isn't that a thing that they're sort of saying we're gearing towards now? Or am I misremembering something? I think I do recall hearing something about it. I haven't heard a lot about it. I don't know if it's referencing something different or not. I think it's just a, a time where civilization gets to a point where they're too high and there's too many of us and there's a reset and just sets us back to Stone Age times, essentially. Right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. But this Great Reset took care of our atmospheric freeloaders, which apparently comes around every 400 years or so, whether it be great fires, high waters, or a mud flood. A mud flood? A mud flood. Interesting, isn't it? Sounds very strange. Hmm. But for our heat-loving, peaceful people, it was the mud flood that ultimately wiped them off the map. Is it just as it sounds? Like a flood, but just all muddy? Yeah, just like a giant mud flood. <laughs> Like, imagine, like, a tidal wave. Just flooded. <laughs> yeah, but just mud. That sounds very sticky and awful. It does. Sounds grim, doesn't it? Yeah. The mud flood came and washed the people out, burying the buildings and sealing our fossil-burning future. This is apparently evidenced, Jordan, because, think to yourself, have you ever seen buildings that are below ground? Yeah. Have you ever walked through streets of places like Leeds, Manchester, New York? Do you ever notice buildings that have steps leading up to a front door while there is an obvious floor that just seems to sit below ground? Yeah. Yes. You can see this in our own streets if you go to the right places. Yes, that is true. So it was said that after the mud flood happened and the new people began rebuilding civilization, and they just used the buildings that were already there, they stuck in a new door, buried what was below and said, oh, it's a basement. Right. Yeah, I know what you mean. So almost like covering up the fact that this wasn't the original intention, you mean? Exactly, yeah. So, you know, the mud flood happened, these rich people came in, they found all these technologies and thought, we can use this to our advantage. So they just rebuilt what was already there, repurposed what was about the buildings and stuff like that, and just made a new civilization. And sort of rewrote history a little bit. Exactly, yeah, hid it all. Right. Does this imply, I'm assuming then, that the mud flood was a purposeful planned event? No, no. It just is the Great Reset, as I said, so it just happened. It's just like Oh, a, just like a freak of nature kind of thing. Yeah, like an extinction event sort of thing. Got you. And then it was just these assholes that found it that used it to their advantage. Precisely. Right, I see. So one rock-solid argument in favour of this is that windows are put in to provide a view, aren't they? Yeah, yeah you would think so. Or at least light. <laughs> so what are they going to get a view of? Below the ground level. What's a view, bro? A f***ing wall two foot away from them. Yeah. 
bit of mud. And as you said, Jordan, another purpose of a window is to let in natural light. Mm -hmm. Well, what light's going to get in if you're two foot away from the fucking mud, bro? Absolutely true. I mean, do you think there'd be a way to harness the fossil fuels from the mud? Couldn't tell you. Okay, well, fair enough. No idea. Imagine if I'm onto something, though, and we just start sticking rods in the ground. I think you would probably be men in black. Would I? (laughs) And you'd just be snuffed from existence if you found that out. Oh, hang on, there's a knock at the door. One second. <laughs> Jordan, no! It's fine, I got him. Do I need a new coat? Oh, well done. Didn't give him chance. I mean, he was dressed as a purse, man. <laughs> he was only coming to offer you, like, an entire load of money. <laughs> he stood at the front door practicing his speech before you answered. like... <laughs> Hi there, sir. Yep, I'm from the industrial complex. I've got this truckload of money so we can invest in your new invention of free energy for the world. And then you open the door and he's like, Hi there, sir. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) You, Manny Black, government (laughs) bastard. Little did I know that it was actually just some guy from Facebook Marketplace who had agreed to buy off. Yeah, he's selling Teddy again. He's just there waiting with his tenner. Oh, hi, I'm a comp- <laughs> His wife this morning told him, like, don't wear that black suit to go to this dog pickup. <laughs> People might get the wrong idea. But it'll make me look really smart. Yeah. <laughs> You'll definitely think the dog's going to a good home if I turn up looking really smart. <laughs> oh dear, do you think I should hide the body? Um, just eat it. All right. <laughs> that was quick. Tasty. It was only small, it was a child. <laughs> I think we should move on, shouldn't we? Okay, okay. One of the big questions that I had is, why don't we hear about this today? Uh, That is a good point. I mean, we are, technically. I am hearing about this today. Well, yeah, you are hearing about, you know, but from some idiot that talks about conspiracies for his hobby. (laughs) But, you know, why don't we hear, why isn't this in the history books? Why don't we hear about this everywhere? Because they don't want the technology out to the mass public. Precisely, Jordan. It's the same as everything else. The elites do not want us to know. It is yet another way for them to be on top and push us down into the not-so-proverbial mud. And interestingly, it is also said that the world wars were apparently staged and set by the new powers that be to help destroy and cover up all technology and buildings that they weren't using themselves in something called bombing campaigns. What, so implying that sort of like World War One and Two and so on were just purposefully created? They were stages, yet they were placed set up so that they could just bomb these places to get rid of the things that they weren't using so that we couldn't get it. Wow, okay. So effectively destroying that technology it will never be a thing again they were destroying all the assets that they weren't using so that us normal folks couldn't get our hands on it and figure it out wow i mean i can kind of believe that really yeah i wouldn't put it past a government yeah i mean like should everything else fall into place then i could probably think yeah that's definitely true but uh the mud flood kind of sounds a bit weird to me it just it doesn't really hold much weight in my eyes. I mean, imagine it would be quite weighty. Tons of earth. (laughs) Probably at least a few pounds. (laughs) I would have thought so. At least a couple of tens. (laughs) But yeah, it all starts to make sense, doesn't it, Jordan? All that stuff about mud flood, the Tartarians getting wiped out, the elites coming in, monetizing electricity... They're bastards. Yeah. Well, and not to get too political, but it has been proven, hasn't it, that the whole war in Iraq, there were no weapons of mass destruction. Yeah, it was all oil-based. And, you know, that was an ulterior motive. What's to say that the wars that we have endured or maybe will endure in the future aren't exactly the same thing for another ulterior motive? Yeah, being put out for the same reasons to just keep us down and make money. Exactly. I totally believe that. Yes, yeah, a definite possibility, sadly. But what you're saying is 
because you, you're not sure that this is necessarily it. I don't think the mud flood happened yet. Yeah. Wiped out an entire world of people because there are cultures like think of the dogon tribe right for example they have stories that they pass their lineage through so they'll they'll tell stories to their youngers and then that'll be their entire history right okay chinese whispers essentially yes but real ones that actually tell a a coherent story but um 200 years ago if everyone died there'd be no one here to to carry on yeah so if some people persisted then why didn't they just go back to using the technology they were aware of and they were using all the time anyway and why didn't they tell their youngers we were the tartarians before we moved to california we used to have this and why didn't that then spread and why isn't it well known oh i see how many generations do you have to go back for it to be 200 years what like three or four generations yeah not that much i mean i knew my second generation back my granddad and i'm sure my dad will know his granddad and he would have been around about that time so it's not as if we're thinking oh it's thousands of years ago or 800 years ago Mm, i know what you're saying unless they had that technology our great-grandparents yeah and they're like yeah don't want to give it to them just keep shtum yeah ungrateful bastards youth of today they don't know what they've got there they are on their iphones we didn't have that but we had something better (laughs) back in the 1900s on their iPhones. I do feel like it was wasted tech though, wasn't it? Because as much as this wireless energy is amazing, Mm -hmm. if you didn't have a whole lot to use it with, how great is that really? Well, they just used it for um, the heating, stuff like that. They used it for like, for cooking. I don't think they used it for like, you know, powering the PlayStation 5 or something. (laughs) See, and they're proper missing out. That's just our materialism though. It is, but that is fun. Our civilization is we're going away from the spiritual side and we're heading towards materialism. You know, that's how the elites get you because they go, oh yeah, look at this brand new iPhone. You're like, fucking hell, now I can watch YouTube in quadruple H double D, mate. And you just don't worry about all the worries. You know, they keep you distracted and away on your PlayStations and your Xbox and your stupid little podcasts that you like to record while your son's asleep. And and they just, you know, they do their shit. Sounds great to me. It sounds, yeah, it's all right. I mean, <laughs> what else am I supposed to do in my life? But, you know, they make the money while you're distracted and they put all these plans in place and they start wars and they burn down cities and all that shit, all while we're just sitting by not knowing what's going on. I suppose. But there is an element within me that feels like ignorance is also bliss. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you start to realise it, it can be fucking grim, can't it? You think all this shit's going on and you try and tell someone, you're labelled as a conspiracy theorist, and then you try and think about it and it just makes you sad to think that you're living in this world where this is going on or potentially going on yeah there's that cognitive dissonance isn't there of like this is a life i've been told is happening and then Mm -hmm. oh but there could be this life that actually might be instead and that you've got that real kind of internal fight actually but again you know they they use that to their advantage because say you are just sat there one day and you think something is going on that you know is going on or you think could be happening and you think well i can't do anything about it so I'll just go back to TikTok. Yeah. They've won, essentially. That makes sense. That is like me when my wife and I fight. <laughs> just put your headphones on. <laughs> yeah, just like, right, okay. <laughs> Can imagine that. <laughs> you didn't empty the dishwasher again. Oh, sorry. Right, I better keep scrolling. <laughs> But yeah, so that about brings my mud flood retelling to an end. I think it's an interesting theory. It is, yeah. I, I 
don't think it really holds any weight, like I say. I think there would be, I mean, people could argue that, well, you're telling it right now, so you're perpetuating the story. But I think it would have been a bit more widely known. Yeah, like you're talking sort of textbooks, aren't you, and historical literature about that. Yeah, I mean, even, I mean, like like I said, we know about the Incas, we know about the Aztecs, you know, we know about ancient civilizations. So surely it would have been an easier job for the elites you know, I keep saying the elites, you know, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. The people who, you know, do this sort of thing to say, oh, yeah, there was a race of people called the Tartarians. They died out, you know, whatever. But rather than try and just squash and hide every single aspect of information makes it harder. Yeah, uh, I could still imagine it being a thing, but I think it being so recent is what makes it hard to sort of swallow, really. Okay, well, fair enough. I guess I will uh, just write to Bill Gates and just ask him himself. Yeah, you should, yeah. Bill at Microsoft.com. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just get the email off, Kim. Get the address yeah, off. Yeah, that'd be fine. <laughs> But yeah, I want to hear about some uh, awkward interactions. Oh, do you? Yeah, absolutely. Well, Ian, have you ever greeted someone with a wave? Assuming they were saying hi to you, only to later realise that they were actually greeting their friend who stood behind you. Uh, I have definitely done something like that. I will tell you actually what happened. Go on. <laughs> I was out one night and I met through a friend. I met another person and I was like, hi, yeah, yeah, my name's, my name's Ian, blah, blah, blah. We shook hands, we were friends, blah, blah, blah. The next day I saw this person in town and she was staring at me or I thought she was staring at me. And this was around the time I was super fucking awkward. So I was about maybe a hundred yards from her. Right. And she was she was staring over in my direction. So I kind of caught her eye and I was like, is she looking at me? So I kind of like waved. <laughs> and then um, she just kept staring. So I was like, uh, she's looking at me. Like she hasn't waved and looked away. So does she want my attention? So I kind of started walking over towards her, you know, just like looking at her like, hi, you all right? And then um, as I got closer to her, her <laughs> eyes didn't track me. They just stayed in the distance. So I realised that she must have just been staring off into space. So I just passed her <laughs> about maybe two inches from her, made it look like I was doing something over there. Like, oh, what's down there? Um, yeah, no, um, no, the Halifax isn't down there. And then and then turned around and went home. Oh, God. At least her game didn't catch you and she didn't notice i don't know she probably did you know as i was walking past she was just like oh, that's that fucking guy from last night <laughs> he's stalking me <laughs> <laughs> he said i smelt good <laughs> god no oh dear yeah. yeah that is exactly that kind of thing though isn't it yeah grim it's that oh no why me yeah i was just an awkward <laughs> teenager i think we all were to a degree yeah but i was i was the epitome like i was the type of person that you know you were the example yeah yeah this is this is the example of social awkwardness uh can't talk to people likes to sit in the corner at parties won't ask you a question even if their life depended on it kind of thing Oh dear. Well, I'd like to think you've matured into someone who is much more, what's the word? Outgoing? Yeah, exactly. Do you know what the secret is? <laughs> Probably being drunk. Just don't give a fuck. Yeah, well, that works too. There is a famous saying, and I'm probably going to misquote, but I absolutely love it. I can't remember who it's by, but the quote is something to the effect of, if you worried about what people think of you, you'd realise how seldom they do. Yeah, that was a quote that Darren Brown said in, was it Infamous? Oh, really? Yeah, and it was about when he was talking about himself coming out and that actually people don't really care. Yeah, in your own head, you're building everything up and you're thinking people are talking about me or that kind of stuff. But in actual fact, you're not the main character in their stories. 
so no one gives a fuck. Exactly. And in that we're all inside of ourselves, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. That's all that we are all thinking. So we're not bothering about what them across the street are thinking. It's like, you know, when you're walking and then you, you notice someone looking over at you, so you start walking like you think they think you should be walking and you just kind of do that <laughs> awkward walk. And it's like, you know, that's probably going to make them look at you. Think, what the fuck is that guy doing? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. But then you walk around the corner and you're thinking to myself, oh God, that was awkward. Or, and you, you might not let that go for the rest of the day, but they just go, huh, that was weird. And that was it. Yeah. And, and then they're thinking, oh God, I hope I'm not walking weird. Yeah. <laughs> But it's exactly that. But sorry, you've just reminded me of something. And I've got a really interesting concept for you, right? And I will tell you okay. at the end of the segment. Just don't let me forget. Okay, I'm going to actually write this down. Write down Mexican action. That that will remind me, should I forget, because I am an idiot. That we know. No. <laughs> <laughs> so we all experience these awkward moments from time to time. Not me. It's a normal thing. Some interactions are incredibly embarrassing. Maybe even excruciating, leaving us wish that never even happened. Like... You know, maybe the moment that you broke up with your ex-girlfriend at a restaurant and she started crying while everyone thought that you proposed, so they start clapping. Oh, yeah! You know, all the time, a customer asked a waitress for extra mashed potatoes, to which she replied, Sir, they are mashed as much as they can mash them. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there are many times where people have done this. So, here are a few stories taken from the internet. So, the first one in the most awkward awards reads as follows. I held the door open for a woman and she said thank you. I tried to say you're welcome or not a problem, but my mouth spoke, you're a problem. (laughs) Could you imagine that? (laughs) That poor woman. That's going to be a a two-hit of that one. That person's going to go away thinking, what did I say that for? And the person (laughs) who they held the door open for is going to go away going, why am I a problem? (laughs) What did I do? I was only trying to do a nice thing. (laughs) I was only saying thanks. (laughs) Oh, another one was uh, in a similar vein. While at work, the girl working behind me was trying to say, the pleasure was all mine, to a customer. But instead it came out as, I pleasure myself. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine? (laughs) Imagine the calls are recorded for training and quality. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Meredith, this is not appropriate behaviour at work. You do not say this to customers like... It was a, it was an accident, I swear. This will be brought up at your review. <laughs> yeah. No! <laughs> I quit. I'm out of here. Just slink off the chair, jump out the window. I think I probably would. Even if I was in a multi-storey building. Yeah. <laughs> be like, sod this, I'm out. If you did jump out the top window, like, of a multi-storey, it would just be, like, my luck that um, I'd accidentally fart on the way out. <laughs> so, like, all the way down, the entire drop, I'd just be thinking, why did I, why did I fart on the way out? <laughs> like, what must they be thinking? Thinking, thinking about the stench left in the room. All <laughs> oh, the thing is, right, is that you <laughs> you were going to do it intentionally, but actually yeah. you trip up on the way to the window and just crash <laughs> through it. Yeah. Or you think you're going to jump out the window, but you trip. Then you fart, accidentally follow through. <laughs> so you just laid on the floor unconscious, stinking as shit. <laughs> and all they can think is, oh, that person pleasures himself. <laughs> Disgusted. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. This will be brought up on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave a sticky note on you, you're fired. Just brush him out the door. Might as well go home. <laughs> yeah, take the rest of the day. Oh, brilliant. Please, uh, get a shower. Sorry. 
<laughs> Maybe that was the icing on the cake. And the, there's been a, a multitude of issues. And finally, that was the one. Yeah, that's the final straw. Exactly. Yeah. We could handle it when you stole other people's cupcakes. We could handle it when you didn't wash your dishes. But shitting yourself in the boss's office, <laughs> that is unexcusable. Beautiful. Yeah, that takes me back. <laughs> yeah, that's why you're a, a self-employed teacher now. <laughs> Yeah, I've made myself totally unemployable. Yeah, to every place in our hometown. Never mind. (laughs) Another one. Uh, From retail, talking to a customer, and they meant to say, I'll be right back, or I won't be long, but instead said, I won't be back. (laughs) Realised and just went with it and walked away. Why not? (laughs) So the (laughs) anti-Terminator. Could you imagine that customer coming up to you? Oh, could you help me with this? Fucking turn around and leave. (laughs) I won't be back. Yeah. Amazing. But there are some interactions that will just make you want the world to swallow you up, such as this following one, which is from a school teacher. And I'm going to say this is <laughs> this is really awkward. Oh God! So this head teacher who went to a wine festival on his way home on the train, slightly drunk, he runs into the parents of a boy that he used to teach. Fair enough. Uh huh. They get talking, and that's when the head teacher asks how the boy's doing. The parents just look back at him, shocked, and say, He passed away last year. God. You were at the funeral. Oh, man. You spoke. (gasps) He awkwardly apologised. But what do you say to that? Nothing. There's nothing you can do, is there? (laughs) That is literally just a, I'm going to go find a crevice. I apologise. That is world swallow you up awkward. I mean, in this head teacher's defence, you know, if it was a year ago, that's um, two years worth of hundreds of students that they've got to remember. So maybe the mind just wasn't in it that day. Maybe they're a little tired. Well, yeah, obviously he had a drink, didn't he? But Yeah, yeah. But that's going to be bad. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah, it's not great, is it? Because, <laughs> I mean, you would think something in your mind would say, oh, yeah, last time I saw them, that was an awful situation. Yeah, or I remember that surname or something. You, you Like, you would, wouldn't you? Especially if you spoke at the funeral. That's a, a pretty prominent... Thing. God, it's just bad. Great, yeah. <laughs> terrible news. But alas, they're not all terrible. You know, some are just awkward in a laughable way. Like, for example, when someone said, My lad partner said, Hi, I'm Christian. And I said, Hi, I'm Muslim. Turns out Christian was his name. <laughs> Have you ever seen that? I think it was a vine, you know. All right. It's two, I think it's brother and sister, and the eldest one goes, oh, by the way, I'm a lesbian. And then the sister goes, I thought you were American. <laughs> See, I know that that's a joke, but there will be people that are like that. No, yeah, very true. <laughs> uh, but I'll try and link that vine in the... Uh, I think it was a vine. For all that you don't know what vine is, it's like... It was six-second clips. Oh, I loved vine. There are some iconic ones that I just... I still watch to this day. <laughs> but uh, yeah, vine was a, a six-second video platform where people could just upload stupid little videos. It was like what TikTok is. Yeah, and they were also constantly on a loop, weren't they? They just did loop, so you could do some really like interesting like ones where it didn't seem to cut. Yes, yeah, exactly. I remember I did one years ago, and it was like clean-shaven versus unshaved. Oh, right. I like, had the phone like come into my forehead and then back away, so oh, it was just yeah, constant yeah, yeah. like reversing of shaven and not. I mean, it's not at all remotely clever, but I remember doing it. We did a Vine. We did. It was uh, in my parents house and you said you know dude sometimes i feel like i'm not even really here and then you put the phone to your forehead and when it zoomed back out you had disappeared and i fell off the sofa <laughs> yeah we were both sat on the sofa at your parents yeah. and uh i'm no longer sat next to you and you just sort yeah. of go oh, and then just yeah. like scramble Fall over off. the arm yeah. <laughs> 
if I can find that, because I think it's still on my phone. If I can find it, I'll put it on TikTok and I'll put it on YouTube. Oh, please so do. So anyone who wants to see it, there you go. <laughs> Brilliant. Another one. This is awkward. I went to ask my customers how their food tasted and had a complete brain fart. So I just looked at them and went, hmm, while rubbing my stomach. <laughs> Like a child. Yeah, mm. like... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like no, how is it? How have you enjoyed yeah. your meal? <laughs> Want to articulate your words there, pal? You want to say anything? Well, yeah, it doesn't even feel like there was an attempt there, does it really? <laughs> no. Brain not starting. Ignition key's broken. Yeah, it definitely mm. needs an MOT. <laughs> On the bot MOT. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Just been down to Tesco getting a sandwich and some crisps when the lad at the checkout asked if I wanted to go for a drink. I told him, I've got a boyfriend, but I'm flattered. I couldn't. And he said, no, it's part of the meal deal. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that one. <laughs> You'll never catch me in Tesco ever again. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, that's harmless fun, but that will absolutely be on this person's mind for a long time. There was a thing that happened, and this is not at all related, but I was in Morrison's, and uh, I was at a self-checkout. <laughs> and the machine asked you if you want to go for a drink. <laughs> and I said, yes. <laughs> yes, and it was like, no, mate, it's not part of the meal deal. I want to go out with you. Let's go to the restaurant. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I don't know why I'm retailing this, but um, but basically, I was on the self checkout. Something when I put it into the uh, into the compartment for my bag, it was you know like wearing red, like there's a problem. Yeah, and it kept happening. And this lady from Morrison's kind of asked to keep helping me, and I'm like, I'm really sorry. And <laughs> she had a bit of a sense of humour about it, and she said, It's because you've got a little bag, and it doesn't like it. And <laughs> for whatever reason, it absolutely tickled me. And I was like, that's brilliant. You're absolutely right. And it just, like, I'm saying it now and this is in its shit. But in the moment, it was amazing. (laughs) The most funniest thing in the world. And it just, you know, it made me think, oh, yeah, there are some good moments in life. Absolutely, yeah. Like it. Um, Anyway, another one. My name is Bridget and my boyfriend met my family for the first time and we were playing catchphrase. And his word to get across to the rest of the family was boner. (laughs) Instead of skipping it like a normal person, he said, something that Bridget gives me oh, God. <laughs> right in front of my father. <laughs> there you go, that's awkward. Um, another one. The elevator doors opened up and a guy walked in. It was just me and him in there. And suddenly he said, I love you. And I'm not a rude man, so I said, I love you too. And he gave me this weird look as I saw his Bluetooth earphone. Oh, God. <laughs> I have had a moment like that. And this used to replay on my mind every day. This happened when I was in university. I was going up the escalator in a uh what's it called shopping center yeah or a mall for all you american listeners and i looked behind me just to look down you know just absent-mindedly looking around and there was a, a girl behind me and she had something on her top lip so like i assumed she'd been eating something and there was like a little bit of crumb on her top lip so i was like oh excuse me oh no i was trying to be nice like oh excuse me uh, you just got something on your top lip and just at that moment when i pointed to it i realized it was a lip piercing oh god and i was like oh no, no, you don't. Ah, shit. Oh, <laughs> no. And the person I was with uh, kind of just like, you know, did that whole... Looking away. Half bend down, grab your head kind of, what are you doing? Oh, kind of thing. No. <laughs> oh, and then no. I, I very briskly ran away. And I was just like, why did I do that? I thought you were going to say like, with some sort of what that they oh, were really, no. you know, like... Like conscious of. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
No, luckily it was not that bad. You've got something on your top lip. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit awkward. I'll leave you with one more. Okay. Certainly last but not least, my personal favourite, because I can just imagine it playing out as it's written. Mm -hmm. So picture this scene from this woman who says, As I drove out of the petrol station, I noticed a really good-looking lad fill up his car. For some weird reason, and completely against how I normally behave, I blew him a kiss. Felt really suave, but then proceeded to drive straight into the back of a taxi. Oh, God. Super smooth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least it would give him a chance to, like, give her a number or something. She only did that so she could be like, oh, excuse me, you, sir, over there, can you call me an ambulance because <laughs> my heart is breaking because you're not talking to me or something. There you go. There's a chart plan. He's <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, brilliant. I'm sure everyone's getting the pen and paper right now. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, while she's doing that, the car in front's on fire. There's pedestrians <laughs> screaming. <laughs> God. The police are telling her to get on the ground. <laughs> You're just blowing him a kiss. Yeah. Oh, before we finish, I need to remind you of a Mexican action. Oh, yes. Right. Okay. I've had this idea for quite a while. Because, like, you know, like, if you're ever in your car and uh, you're waiting at traffic lights or something, or you're doing something similar where you just kind of stood. Yeah. And people are around you and they can see you. Yeah. So you start, like, drumming on your steering wheel or you yawn or... <laughs> I don't know, like you're singing a song and you pull a stupid face or something like that. Yeah. So imagine that someone else in another car sees you. Say you pull the stupid face, right? And yeah. they, they see you pull the stupid face and they look to the person they're with and they go, that person in the car over there just did this and they imitate the face. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. But then somebody else sees them do it, oh. and not not knowing the context, they go, huh, that person in that car. Domino. Yeah, so it's like like a Mexican wave, <laughs> but a Mexican action. Amazing. Just rippling out, right, all through the world. And I mean, it's possible, I guess, because, you know, yeah. there are people, as long as there's a person every, like, 20 foot, you know, it could happen. Yeah, you're absolutely true. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else, you know. Right. It does remind me, like, I've been in a situation where I've been listening to the radio, at traffic lights. Yeah. And I've seen the person in another car singing to that same song. Oh, right. And exactly that moment. And it just, for that little brief period, I'm like, oh, we're all in this together kind of thing. <laughs> it's just, uh, I love it. Yeah. But anyway, is that about bringing us around to the end of today's episode then? I think it does. Fantastic great news thanks again jordan for an insanely illuminating interesting fantastical segment <laughs> very welcome yeah that was the most awkward award to be honest there were way more that i could say possibly a part two in the future is necessary because there are too many that'd be cool i'd love to hear that because every time you said one of these bizarre and awkward moments it just recalled me having to live through the same thing so <laughs> it's fantastic to relive some of these horrible awkward moments set me back about 10 years socially so that's great thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, all you get time for now is work anyway. That's very true, yeah. I don't even see my wife anymore. So yeah, perfect. <laughs> it's, it's good to be able to regale the audience with some of our horrible stories. And if you've got any awkward stories that you have have to live through and think about every day as you're trying to go to sleep, let us know. Email them in, twoguyswhatsup at gmail.com. Please do. I'd, I would love to hear them. And if you don't mind us reading some out, that would be amazing too. Yeah, yeah, just let us know. And with that, thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Two Guys What's Up? If you'd like to get in touch for any reason at all, our link tree links in the bio of this episode where you can click on and be jetted off to every single link you will ever need for your Two Guys What's Up business. Don't forget to follow the show wherever you listen to us so you don't miss another episode and maybe even tell a friend. Take your friend on a night out. Introduce them to someone who then they will have to awkwardly walk past the next day. <laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe, especially if they called Ian. Specifically if you called Ian. But make sure to bring your iPod to the club that night so you can turn the music off and jam in some Two Guys What's Up. Oh yeah, because that will make your night. Oh, go down and treat you. Yeah, amazing. And don't forget we now have a Patreon where you can find all sorts of Two Guys What's Up bonus stuff, including our beautiful pin badges, which comes with a shout-out, our glorious Two Guys What's Up branded t-shirts, and if you really can't get enough of our fantastic tales and gorgeous voices, we even now do bonus episodes, of which there is three sitting up there just waiting for you to go and have a little listen to because they are all equally as hilarious and horribly spoken by Ian. (laughs) Yeah, oh yeah, you're really selling it, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny, that's that's the main thing. So if you want to help support the show and get some cool stuff while you do it, head over to patreon.com forward slash two guys what's up to check out all the goodies over there. The link will of course be down below for your clackety cluck and pleasure. But if you can't, that's absolutely fine. We understand. But if you still like to help us out, then a five star rating and review in the Apple Podcast app would go a long way to help us out and we would be eternally grateful we would indeed but on that note thanks for listening guys you all have a flipping great week and we will see you next monday yeah that's looking a lot better now nice shame your voice isn't yeah (laughs) more flemmy (laughs) budget version of Ian Fleming Ian Fleming (laughs) (laughs) Grim